Welcome into Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. Get your popcorn. We're about to have some fun. Lots to dive into. We got four NFL games this weekend. I am scheduled to go up to Knoxville and watch the Tennessee-Alabama basketball game, presuming that I can get there, uh, which uh, my kids have been out of school all week. Uh, I have not, the true story, I have not left my house this entire week. On Sunday, I went and got a haircut before the NFL games kicked off. And then I knew the snow was coming, so I drove home. I have not left my house other than to walk outside and just see how icy it was. It's 100% true for one week. Somehow, uh, that has been great. Uh, So potentially... I'm going to leave the house tomorrow for the first time in almost a week. I've done all my work. It's a benefit of having home studios and everything else. My life doesn't really change that much. Uh, There are uh, a lot of different moving parts um, uh, associated with that. Um, So uh, the kids not being out of the house, we'll see whether the trip ends up happening. But we got a lot to get to. So anyway, that's my full disclosure. I haven't gone anywhere. Um... Sports Illustrated, trust me, I'm going to get into it, potentially shutting down uh, after they missed a $3.75 million licensing payment. What in the world has happened with Woke Illustrated, we will discuss. Uh, Tim Scott reportedly endorsing Donald Trump. Nikki Haley alleged to have had an affair uh, with multiple people. Um, And uh, Fannie Willis, speaking of affairs, All sorts of stuff going crazy, everything falling apart. Also, the NFL games. Let me go ahead and give you my NFL gambling picks. I'm on the Texans plus the points. Maybe I'll talk about these games a little bit at the end, too. Texans plus the points at the Ravens over in that game. Uh, I'm on the 49ers minus the points. I'm on the Bucks plus the points. uh, And I am on the Bills minus the points. In fact, Let me just check and see what the absolute latest on these numbers is uh, because I haven't checked in a couple of days. I've been busy with lots of things, like not leaving my house. I did catch up on The Crown, finished uh, the season of The Crown, sixth season, very good. Uh, So, yes, the Ravens are still a a 9.5-point favorite. uh, Over-under, still 43.5. Again, I'm on the Texans plus the points, and I'm on the over in that one. Uh, 49ers ticked out a little bit to a nine and a half point favorite. I bet the Niners at nine. I would stick right on that one. Uh, the Bucks still plus six and a half points. I'm on the Bucks in that one, and I'm on the under 48 and a half. That number hasn't moved. All these numbers have not moved at all uh, since I gave these out to you a couple of days ago. Bills also still minus two and a half in that game against the Chiefs. So there you have it, all of the NFL playoff games with their updated lines. Numbers remain the exact same, uh, so nothing has changed there. Let's go into SI, all right? As I know a lot of you have been paying attention uh, to this story, came out today. uh, Axios just put up an article about it. I'm reading it again, which is how I know some of the details. Report that SI missed a $3.75 million licensing payment, and as a result said, basically, they are going to lay off every employee. I don't know how many employees SI has, uh, but it's a 70 years old magazine. And before I analyze the current state of SI, let me tell you about past. 
Uh, I used to absolutely love Sports Illustrated. I am 44 years old. If you grew up in my era at all in the 80s and the 90s, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue was one of the most exciting days of the year. You didn't know who was going to be on the cover. You went down to your magazine, uh, to your mailbox, come February, boom, gorgeous women, not wearing very much clothes, on the cover. If you're around my age, you might have determined and decided that you were heterosexual based on seeing the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. A lot of boys out there became men when they suddenly realized how much they liked women because they saw women not wearing very many clothes, gorgeous, beautiful women of all different types uh, of, of ethnicities and locations, beautiful beach locations around the world. Uh, and I believe the SI swimsuit issue is still the most revenue producing of Sports Illustrated. Now, uh, I also, who was on the cover of SI was huge. Was your favorite player going to be on the cover? Was your favorite team? You would sit around with your buddies after a week of sports and debate who might be on the cover. These were in olden days when you would wait like five days or six days after a game actually took place to read about it, which is wild to think about now. But back then, it used to be a big deal. You'd watch a game on Saturday or Sunday, and then you'd get your SI issue on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. I think I'm still a subscriber to SI. I have been a subscriber. Remember, they would give you like, what would they give you? Uh, the sneaker phone back in the day? Or they'd give you like a sweatshirt? Or Everybody that I knew who was a sports fan at some point subscribed to SI. It had an incredible brand. Then the internet happened. I remember seeing a story uh, that epitomized how much SI's brand was going to collapse SI was charging $100,000 per advertisement, like a full-page advertisement in their magazine. And you think about it, and, and I, I still think a lot of people in my business still have not understood what happened to a magazine like SI. And by the way, it's not just SI. It's Time. It's Newsweek, all these uh, brands. But those don't uh, go bankrupt, right? But let me just kind of explain. They had a limited number of ads that they could sell. So back in the day, you got a Sports Illustrated magazine. Let's say they had 40 pages of ads in it. They just had 40 pages of ads to sell. So they could go to McDonald's or they could go to Gatorade or they could go to whatever brand and they could say, hey, if you don't buy an ad into this, <clears throat> this week's magazine, Wendy's is going to buy an ad. Or, I don't know, Powerade's going to buy an ad or whatever it is and your competitor is going to be featured, and you're not going to be featured. So if you don't want to lose ground, you better buy one of these ads. And they could expand the pages somewhat, but in general, they would say, hey, we only have 40 pages in this magazine of ads, right? Uh, and, and so if you're not in those 40 pages, you're not going to be included. And that was a pretty good sales pitch because they had scarcity. When they were sold out, you might have to buy an ad two weeks or a month or two, uh, two I don't know, three months, four months, whatever it might be. The magazine sold, all the ads are sold, you can't get in it, okay? And you're going to want to be in this one because it's a swimsuit issue. Or you're going to want to be in this one because it's our Super Bowl preview issue or our college football preview issue. Remember how exciting those magazines were? 
oh, this is just our predictions of what we think is going to happen in the NFL. I read that thing like crazy. This is our prediction of what we think is going to happen in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. It was amazing, right? You read it. I read it. Everybody loved it. The brand was, we love sports, and we are going to entertain you with great sports writing and give you stories that you can't find anywhere else. Phenomenal brand back in the day. Then what happened? Internet happens. And suddenly you go from being able to charge $100,000 for one page ad to suddenly like pennies, nickels, dimes, and there's unlimited pages. Unlimited numbers of ads that are available out there. So SI.com comes along, and instead of having 40 pages of ads to sell, they have 4 million pages of ads to sell. And they almost don't cost anything, and most of you don't pay attention to them at all. And so SI was caught between a rock and a hard place. They had a great print publication, and they were never able to translate it into a fantastic digital publication because the profit margins for ad sales collapsed. What they probably should have done, looking back, is they probably should have done what The Athletic did or what The Wall Street Journal did, which is say, the only way you can read our articles is by being a subscriber. We're not going to give away our content for free. We're not going to cheapen it. We're not going to devalue it. You either subscribe or you never get to read what we write. And they probably would have survived as a business if they had done that. Instead, they tried to maintain their magazine while also growing on the internet and both collapsed simultaneously. Now, they accelerated that collapse because they also became one of the wokest sports media companies on the planet. And a part of me now is sitting around and I'm thinking to myself, should I buy the SI swimsuit issue and just put hot chicks back on the cover and do away with chicks with dicks, which SI puts on the cover now, and do away with fat chicks on Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue? Nobody wants that. No heterosexual man, and frankly, not many heterosexual women want to see fat chicks and chicks with dicks on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I am fat, right? By and large, trying to lose weight now after the holidays. Nobody wants to see me in a Speedo in an SI magazine. If you're going to put somebody in a swimsuit and try to sell it to millions of people, guess what? They better look incredible in the swimsuit. They better look way hotter than almost everybody else. I get so fired up about this because I'm. I, this is this makes me. I mean, look, I'm a hundred millionaire now, so I've made plenty of money off just basic, uh, uh, basic common sense, right? All these other people are out there chasing around. We gotta have a, a chick with a dick on the cover of our magazine. You know what would really sell our beer? Chicks with dicks drinking it. No. No, no, no. Listen to me. People want to see good-looking women in bathing suits. They want to see good-looking women out of bathing suits. They want to see good-looking women. That's the entire basis of your business, all right? They don't want to see chicks with dicks. They don't want to see fat chicks. Nobody does. You're getting fooled by a bunch of losers that don't actually represent the world on the phone. They aren't real. That's not your market. I can't believe I have to keep screaming this. 
beer companies. You know what guys want? Good-looking girls in football. Give it to us. That's all you have to do, and we will drink it. Swimsuit companies. Lingerie companies. Good-looking women. Not fat in the lingerie. Your business will skyrocket. I don't, I don't understand how crazy people have gone. The world hasn't changed. If, if there were not good-looking women, we would all still live in caves. All of us. The reason why mankind crawled out of caves and became a human civilization is because good-looking women incentivized cavemen to be more successful so they could get a better-looking woman. This is the story of human civilization. Without pretty girls, we would all still live in a cave, and I just don't understand how many people out there work in business and refuse to acknowledge this truth. Put good-looking girls in bikinis and you will sell. Now, maybe not as much now, right? Because I still, like, now the internet, Instagram, you know, Mark Zuckerberg wants to be all woke. Do you know what Instagram is? It's an entire collection of smoking hot girls. If you took away good-looking girls from Instagram, 95% of the value of Instagram would collapse overnight. Do you remember how Mark Zuckerberg initially became a billionaire? By creating Facebook, which allowed, the early version of Facebook, just allowed hot girls to be rated on Harvard's campus by guys. And the thing that took Facebook to the next level, do you remember what it was? was finding out whether or not someone was in a relationship or not. Because if you ever went to college or you went to a big high school, there was probably somebody you were interested in, a boy or girl, and you were like, oh, I wonder if they have a boyfriend. I wonder if they have a girlfriend. This is how biology works. We're not suddenly changing things. You can't be one sex one day and another sex the other day. And if you want to do that and you're an adult, that's fine, but nobody wants to watch you on the cover of a magazine in a bikini if you have a dick. I'm just being honest with you, all right? So part of me thinks I should. I have the money to do it. I should just buy SI. I should fire every single person who has ever complained about attractive girls existing in the swimsuit issue. I will hire an entire team to just go through their entire social media history I will fire everyone who's ever complained about an attractive girl being on a a magazine cover or an attractive girlfriend being a story on SI. I will roll it into OutKick, and almost overnight, SI will be back as a viable business. I could do that, right? To the extent that anybody could, I could do that right now. And I'm thinking about it. So if this company goes bankrupt, which it might, I legit may sit around and be like, you know what? I'm going to go buy SI. I'm going to buy the friggin' swimsuit issue, and I'm going to make women great again on the cover of swimsuits by putting actual hot women on the cover of swimsuits, as opposed to chicks with dicks and fat chicks. Now, there's nothing wrong with fat people. I'm fat right now. But you know what most fat people wish? They weren't fat. They don't want to stay fat. No one who is normal 
in America is like, you know what? I'd like to be 450 pounds. I would like to wear a bathing suit and be so fat that my fat rolls hang over my uh, swimsuit. Nobody wants that. I hope that everybody who's fat loses money. Do you know what the number one business in America is right now? Ozempic or whatever the hell this thing is called. Everybody's taking shots once a week so they don't eat as much so they lose money. Everybody who has $1,000 a month to spare is paying for Ozempic. I don't understand this entire worldview of this isn't very good. Let's celebrate it. The entire fabric of America is about make it better. I see something. I can make it better. That's the foundation of capitalism. Oh, that's interesting. They're doing X. I should try Y. We should fight. Whoever wins has the better business and becomes more successful and gets the better looking wife and moves out of the cave. The entire foundation of human civilization repudiates the choices that the woke imbeciles who are destroying businesses everywhere do every single day. And so I'm sorry. Yes, on some level, I'm becoming super rich. Can I go from a hundred millionaire to a billionaire? Maybe. But if everything else is burning around me because everyone else has lost their mind because eight people on social media said something mean to you and you have to change your entire worldview and you have to put chicks with dicks in Sports Illustrated and chicks with dicks in Victoria's Secret lingerie and chicks with dicks to sell you beer, I'm sorry your brand and your business is going to die. So do I have to save every freaking business in all of sports media as they all die because they just won't acknowledge that the reason humanity exists is the exact opposite of what they're trying to sell to humanity? You know, heterosexual woke guys don't even believe this. They just say it to keep their jobs. You ever see a rich guy with an ugly wife? There ain't a CEO in America who makes $25 million a year that's married to a 400-pound woman. You think that's a coincidence? You think all those CEOs, why aren't they? Why isn't every CEO in America married to a chick with a dick? That's what they sell to America. They don't live their own life that way. Do you know why? Because it's all bullshit. All of it. And I know this thing's probably going to get clipped and go viral. And every single person with a functional brain is going to watch it and they're going to say, yeah, he's 100% right. Yet, over and over and over again, we see these idiot companies being driven into the dirt. I'm going to have to save it, I guess. Maybe I'll buy it and bring it back and actually make SI great again. And you know what I'll do? I'll have all of my SI writers just write about sports. I'll have them just write about athletes, just write about sports, just be entertaining writing about something that everybody already likes instead of trying to sell me chicks with dicks and fat chicks in bikinis. It ain't going to work. Nobody likes it. Nobody. Even the people who tell you in New York City and L.A. that they like it, they're not marrying those people. Their dime wives, because they're making $25 million a year, because that's why they don't live in a cave. They don't look like that in a bathing suit. Just 
live in the real world with me for a moment. I guess I'm going to have to go from $100 million to a billionaire just by making basic, rational, common sense decisions. So that's my thoughts on SI. I would like to go back to the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s when little boys and little girls wake up in America and think, oh, I wonder who might be on the cover of SI. I wonder what athlete has excelled. I wonder what athlete has achieved the absolute apex of the American meritocracy and is being rewarded commensurately with a massive amount of money because they are the best. Not, I wonder what fat chick they decided to promote and put on the cover of SI. See, this is the thing. This is why I saw all this bullshit earlier. Because I saw what they were doing with sports. And every day more of you come along, you're like, you know what, you're right, Clay. Yeah, I saw. Sports is the ultimate meritocracy. Your race doesn't matter. Your gender doesn't matter. What your mommy and your daddy did, if you even know who your mommy and your daddy, it doesn't matter. Get lined up and kick somebody's ass in a sport. It's the only thing that isn't bullshit in all of American life right now. You tell me, hey, I can run a, a 995-100 meter. Go prove it. We got a stopwatch. Hey, I can run a 4-2, and I can cover this other guy on the field, and he's not going to get open. Go prove it to me. If you can, you're going to get paid. Hey, I can go recruit 44 first-round draft picks and create the greatest dynasty in the history of college football. Hi, Nick Saban. If you do it, you're going to go get paid. You can't fake it. We live in a fundamentally artificial country. Everything, by and large, is bullshit, except sports. You can't fake it. You can either kick somebody's ass or you can't. That's why I think from a primal level, the UFC and boxing are still so popular. One guy's going to kick the other guy's ass. Everybody watches. It's primal. It's caveman. Nothing's changed. Suddenly in 2024, guys don't suddenly like chicks with dicks. It hasn't happened. It's not real. We are more steeped in artificiality than ever before, and people are following them over the woke waterfall, and they're drowning. And that's what happened to SI. And that's what's happening to ESPN. It boggles my mind that it's happening. But sports is the perfect distillation of how much BS this is. Because think about it. If they can sell you on that, if they can sell you on the idea that this guy, who is clearly a guy, who is six foot four and could bench press 380 pounds, guy can jump up, and dunk a basketball, and I'm not talking about dunk a basketball like a chick dunks a basketball. I'm talking about two-hand, balls-in-the-face style dunking. That ain't a chick. But see, if they can convince you, oh, well, that's a man who identifies as a woman, and you accept that bullshit, you'll accept anything. You will totally give up all rational thought and become a, uh, a sheep. You will follow whatever direction you're pointed. 
You won't use your functional brain anymore. You won't even be comfortable pointing out that that's a chick with a dick because you'll be afraid that something's going to happen to you. You know, I was watching Crocodile Dundee. I was watching Crocodile Dundee with my family this week while we've been snowed in. Do you remember one of the scenes with Crocodile Dundee? Guy comes from the bush. Paul Hogan character. He is Crocodile Dundee. Goes to New York City. Never seen it before. There's dudes dressing up as women pretending to be a woman. Do you know what Crocodile Dundee does? He does a dick check. He checks to see if they have dicks to know if they're real women or not. And it's played for laughs. That was 1986 when we mocked the idea that a man could dress up like a woman and pretend to be a woman. That world hasn't changed. I don't care what you could dress up as. But don't pretend to me that I'm supposed to buy into the idea that you're the approximation of feminine beauty when you've got a dick and you're wearing a bikini and you're on the cover of SI. What did Maxim do the other day? Maxim Australia? Maxim Australia put a chick with a dick on as the woman of the year on the freaking Maxim magazine. I didn't know Maxim magazine still existed until I saw Charlie Arnault was on it. That's a different brand than the one in the United States. All of this is bullshit. But if they can do it through sports, then they force you to buy in everywhere. Don't miss what is happening here. And deep down, even people who are woke, they're full of shit. They're not actually living the life that they claim to you they are. Show me a CEO married to a dude who's pretending to be a woman. Just one. Successful man in America married to a chick with a dick. Doesn't exist. They don't live the lives that they sell to you because they know it's bullshit. But here's the deal. It doesn't even make money. Be one thing if they were like, well, this is bullshit, but we're going to make as much money in the meantime as we can. No. It actually destroys the business in the process. So maybe I have to save, save SI. Anyway, you can tell I'm super fired up about it. Hey, Clay Travis here. We'll be right back. But first... Here's a word. All right, a couple other things that are out there uh, headed into the weekend. Um, Nikki Haley, Daily Mail's got a story saying she had an affair. I don't care, okay? I'm going to be consistent on this. I didn't care who Bill Clinton slept with. I don't care who Donald Trump slept with. I don't care who Nikki Haley slept with. If you don't want Nikki Haley to be president of the United States, I totally understand why that is your opinion. If you are not going to vote with Nikki Haley because she ele- wore Nikki Haley because of who she allegedly slept with, I don't care, right? That's between she and her husband, just like Bill Clinton was with Hillary Clinton. Unless you are committing a crime, or Donald Trump with some of his ex-wives, unless you are committing a crime, I don't care what you do in your private life. And I mean a real crime. I don't mean a oh my goodness, Donald Trump said something I don't like, we have to put him in prison for the rest of his life. I mean, like, you uh, shot and killed someone. I mean, like, you raped someone. If you commit a real crime and you are convicted of it, then I think you should contemplate whether or not you uh, can uh, can vote for that person, right? 
think you still be able to have a life, right? But I've been consistent on this for a very long time. And I wish more people would be consistent like this because I, I used to make this joke. Remember when Bobby Petrino got fired at Arkansas back in the day uh, for allegedly having an affair? Now, he employed the woman that he had an affair with, so that's a little bit different, but uh, but Bobby Petrino got fired. He was winning games left and right. He's now back as the offensive coordinator at, uh, at Arkansas. I said, if Bobby Petrino got hired by Tennessee and you told me, hey, here's the deal, Clay. Bobby Petrino, in order to win the SEC, Bobby Petrino wants $5 million a year and he wants an off-campus apartment stocked with a rotating harem of good-looking women that he can sleep with because it lowers his stress level and makes him better at play calling. You know what I would say? Pay for the harem. I don't care. As long as it's legal and as long as they're consenting adults, if you can win the Southeastern Conference Championship, I don't care who you sleep with. Period. I think most people are like that. Moreover, with the present, you told me right now, hey, here's the catch. Next president of the United States is going to get 30-year mortgage rates back to 2.7%. Unemployment rate's going to be 2.5%. Uh, our national growth rate's going to be 3.5%. Uh, we are going to uh, start to pay off the national debt, which right now is $35 trillion. Uh, and we're not going to be in war anywhere. Those are the positives. Negative is the president wants to sleep with 46 different women randomly one a week, he's going to take a few weeks off for the holidays, but he just wants a harem of smoking hot chicks rolled through because being president of the United States is a stressful job, and he wants to relieve stress by banging hot chicks and not having to interact with them afterwards. I would say that's the greatest deal in the history of the United States of America. I don't care what he does in his private life. As long as he doesn't commit a crime, you get the mortgage rates down, you get the unemployment rate down, you pay off, start to pay off the national debt, you get a high growth rate uh, for the economy, and you keep us out of war. And by the way, I'd also add secure the border so we don't have people constantly coming across. More power. Murder rate comes down. All these things very positive. Downside, he's going to bang random chicks. More power to you. You can turn the Lincoln bedroom into an on-deck circle, as far as I'm concerned, if you can perform in your job. That is where most Americans are. We don't care. We want competence, not this bullshit, fake, authenticity, ooh, rainbow world that uh, the woke universe that is being created right now. I'm over it. I'm done with it. Most of you are done with it, too. So I don't care about Nikki Haley. That story is out there. I think you can mention it. New Hampshire primary is Tuesday. If you're not going to vote for Nikki Haley because she supposedly had an affair 25 years ago or 20 years ago or 15 years ago or whenever the hell it was, I think, frankly, you're a loser. Um, finally, Tim Scott also endorsing Trump. Uh, I should mention tonight, evidently at the New Hampshire uh, primary, that probably uh, is a shot across the bow again at Nikki Haley from a political perspective because he's from uh, South Carolina. Now you got Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, and also uh, you toss in uh, the governor of uh, South Carolina, McMaster. All of the top uh, elected officials statewide are now endorsing Trump, which means. Nikki Haley's campaign is over. Ron DeSantis' campaign's over. Finally, this is important. I will say when it becomes significant. Uh, Fannie Willis, this case is over. Uh, the Atlanta, Fulton County, 
criminal charges that have been brought against Donald Trump have collapsed. That case is over. I don't know how long it's going to take for it to officially be dismissed. It's finished. Fannie Willis hired her uh, mister, her paramour, her uh, uh, lover, whatever you want to say, and paid him $650,000 in taxpayer money. I don't have any problem with Fannie Willis's private life. I don't care who she sleeps with. You can't hire your lover and pay him $650,000 in taxpayer money while trying to put the former president of the United States behind bars. You just can't do it. I think it's probably criminal, frankly, because she's using taxpayer dollars to fund her lifestyle because there's reports that they went on thousands of dollars in vacations all over the place from Napa Valley to the Caribbean. If that is going on as it appears to be going on, that she hired her mister, her paramour, her lover, and has allowed him to be paid by state of Georgia funds, that that those charges are over, right? Fannie Willis can sleep with whoever she wants in her private life. You cannot employ, you cannot employ directly uh, in this situation your lover. It's pretty easy, right? I mean, the standard for behavior for public figures is pretty lenient. She could have been in a relationship with anybody she wanted to be in a relationship with. Just don't hire him and pay him $650,000. Where I think this could become an issue going forward is I think Fannie Willis probably, I think Fannie Willis probably is going to lose her job. She may have criminal charges. Same thing might happen with Nathan Wade. Investigations are ongoing. She hasn't offered any defense at all. There's now evidence of these trips that are out there. Where this could become even more interesting than just things getting knocked off in Georgia is if criminal charges are brought, and I think there's a decent chance they may well be brought, then they may turn states' evidence to try to avoid getting charged in Georgia. That could mean that all of what I believe is a conspiracy that was organized by the Department of Justice under Joe Biden, by the White House itself, to try to put their chief political adversary in prison for the rest of his life, while simultaneously trying to remove him from the ballot, all of this is going to be shown to be a large collusion. And if that is true, then all of these charges against Trump could come crumbling down in the near future. Georgia is done. What happens in South Florida? What happens in D.C.? What happens in New York? I think they're all interconnected. It's not a coincidence that they waited until primary season in 2024 to actually bring these charges. They could have brought charges years ago on everything but the classified document scandal. It took this long because the rig job was in effect. They want to try to get a conviction to try to keep Joe Biden in office. People are smart enough now to see what is going on. I'm just here to tell you that this is a major story, and it is only going to get bigger from here, but everything is done in Atlanta. All right, I've been fired up. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I'll be back on Monday. As always, you can see me, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, uh, every day from noon to 3 Eastern. I think I'll be, if the weather's okay, I'll be up in Knoxville this weekend to watch Tennessee uh, play against Alabama. Should be a fun basketball game tomorrow. Both teams pretty talented. 
As always, DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I'm Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Show.